Welcome to Pocket Fortune Podcast. The first thing I want to say is, you know, this is the first time doing this, so it's not going to be anything amazing, but as I post more podcasts, um, it'll get better and stuff, the audio and, and everything. So this week was a pretty crazy stock trading week. We had the antitrust hearing, Fed rates, uh, earnings, a lot of big stuff happened this week. The antitrust hearing was actually pretty interesting. Um, I watched a lot of that. So basically, a lot of the members of Congress brought up uh, some pretty good points about these uh, tech companies and if they were too big and if they were abusing their power, stuff like that. And the CEOs refuted a lot of them, but some of them they didn't, which brings into question, you know, is is it true? Is Are these uh, questions and regulations that could possibly be put in place valid? Now, the next day, Facebook, Google, Apple, and Amazon all reported earnings. And that was actually pretty ironic because the whole hearing was about, are these companies too big? And the next day, practically overnight, these companies um, beat earnings. And the four of them together increased their market value by over a quarter of a trillion dollars. So it really brings in the question... Are these companies too big, like I said before? And are the, the worries that people have and the examples that the members of Congress gave about an abuse of power, are they, are they accurate? Um, do regulations need to be put in place? Things like that. And as far as that goes, I think the next day, Google didn't do too well, but Apple, at the end of the day, I think they closed around, up around 10%, so that was pretty good. And their shares are trading around 410, 420, I believe. They also announced a four for one stock split, which will be very interesting. That's supposed to happen around August 20, I believe. So what, what that does is it, it makes the shares a lot more accessible and able to be bought by novice traders or traders that don't have a lot of money to spend because Apple shares will be trading at around $100. Something else is that uh, Powell and the Fed said that they're going to keep interest rates at what they currently are because the economy is not doing nearly as well, um, is what he said, nearly as well that, as it was before the pandemic. And it's it's hard for a lot of people to see that because the stock market is doing so well. But it's the stock market isn't a very good representation of the economy, as many may think, because there are a lot of other factors for example, like the Fed pumping money directly into the stock market will pump up the stock market but won't actually help the economy. Also, the stock market may be doing well because of those funds, but later um, inflation starts to happen and really reality starts to set in and a lot of things can change. Another crazy thing that happened last week was precious metals, particularly gold and silver, but m more specifically gold. And I actually wrote an article about this, and you can find that article below, and it, ba it basically explains why precious metals are going so high. Gold hit an all-time record, and that's basically just to give you the gist of how it works, is because investors want something that has intrinsic value. So, for example, the dollar is just basically a piece of paper, but because it's recognized by governments and society, it has a value. But if the world were to fall apart... The currency would no longer be recognized, but gold has an intrinsic value and a value that will always be there. So people sometimes buy physical gold as basically like emergency insurance, and then others will buy just shares of precious metal like GLD or SLV on the stock market. And that's usually because 
that does well when people are scared. And a good way to kind of measure fear is the VIX, V-I-X on the stock market. And a lot of people call it the fear index because it basically measures investor fear. And therefore, like I said before, when fear goes up, precious metals usually increase their value. Another thing that happened this week was U.S. consumer spending increased, yet income dropped, which is interesting because usually if you have a lower income, you're not going to spend as much. But I think there is a reason for this. And basically, the income dropped, obviously, because of the pandemic and increasing numbers and things like that. But spending increased because we the pandemic has been around for months now, and people are getting a lot more comfortable with the situation that they're in. They're a lot more comfortable going out to restaurants and stores and, and buying things. Even though they have a little bit less money, they still feel a little bit more comfortable to spend some of that money. In addition, as we all know, Americans are not generally very good with their money. So a lot of people, as soon as they get some of that money, will spend it, especially with that stimulus money, because I know a lot of people feel like they didn't really have to work for it, so they should just go out and get something rather than saving it or using it to supplement income that they would have got at their former job. Also, U.S. GDP fell, I think it was 32%, which is the biggest drop in history, which is pretty crazy, especially because, you know, you look at the stock market, like I said before, and it looks, and it's doing so well, it is. I mean, the, the returns are insane, yet GDP fell the most it ever has before. So it's just, it's really weird, you know, how the relationship between economics and the stock market and how a lot of people think that there is a direct correlation, but there really isn't. So that's pretty much the big stuff for last week. There were a few other things that happened, but those are a little bit more specific and not as really important to the whole stock market and a lot of the big things that happened. So uh, thanks for, for tuning in and um, be sure to stay tuned. We got more of these coming out. See ya.